What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 241 of Ask Pat. That was weird how I said that, but 241, that's where we're at. Thank you all so much for joining me today. We have a great question today from Joseph, but before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com. Super awesome company. When I started my company, I made a lot of mistakes um, from not starting an email list right away to trying to do everything myself to this and that, using a trademark and a domain name, which I finally corrected. Another mistake that I made was not getting hooked up with a software to help me manage my finances, like FreshBooks.com, which is what it does. It makes it super easy to manage all your expenses, all your income, and even invoice if you have clients or coaching students or anything like that. I used Excel, and come tax season, It was just such a big headache, and I finally got my head on straight and picked up FreshBooks, and so you got to pick it up too. You can get it for seven days for free. You can get a seven-day free trial if you go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. So again, getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Awesome. Let's get to today's question from Joseph. Hey, Pat. This is Joseph Lalone with jmlalone.com been really enjoying your show and all the great questions that you've been answering. One of my questions actually piggybacks on another person's that asked about the best time to post a blog post. You've mentioned that you've done some testing on it. What Would it really matter if I posted at a specific time or if I posted, say, an hour or two before that peak time? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks again for all you do, Pat. Hey, Joseph, thank you so much for the question. You're referencing episode 89 of Ask Pat with Bren, where he was asking what time of the week and what time of the day is best to post. And this is a great discussion because I think there's a lot of different answers and a lot of different discussions or sort of mini discussions in and around this. And I love your idea of actually posting beforehand. I know a lot of people who actually post in off-peak hours. This is something that I recently discovered. I think it's Glenn Alsop from viperchill.com or... I can't remember who, but it was a really interesting concept where you post off hours. So you might post in the middle of the night before you go to sleep. And that way, people on the other side of the world will see it first. And that may not be your target audience, but there might be people over there who will say, oh, you have a grammar error here. You have a spelling error. Or maybe you hit on something in your post that you didn't think of that stirs up this whole discussion. And then you can make these changes before your media audience sees it in the morning. And that's a really interesting concept that I want to talk about here. I'm not saying anything is right or wrong. I think the best thing you can do, and this is always the answer to everything, is test. Test, Joseph. Test, test, test. So actually keep track of what's going on. I'm reading a book right now called The Bulletproof Diet. A lot of people know that I drink a bulletproof coffee, which is actually coffee with butter and all this stuff. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about that right now. But this book, Dave Asprey from Bulletproof Executive, he got how where he's at now and, and has just become super famous and you know has this really great book now because he kept track of things like what he was eating and what what time of day and how uh how much he was sleeping and just the fact that he was keeping track let him understand the results of what he was putting in his body and and what happened as a result of that so you want to do the same thing with your site you know you are feeding your site with content, and you want to keep track of when you feed the site, when you post, what days, and all those things you can keep track of so that you can see if your audience is is consuming it 
in in the way that it should be consumed and, and to the most and optimized ability. That was a stretch in terms of an analogy, but I think you know what I mean, right? You have to keep track when you're testing. First of all, you just have to test. And second of all, you have to keep track. And then over time, even just over a couple of weeks, you'll be able to notice when certain things happen. And sometimes there's tools out there that can help us. I know, for example, for Twitter specifically, there's a tool called Twiriad, kind of like period, but Twiriad, like the period of time to tweet essentially is what it is. So Twiriad.com, you just uh, sign in through Twitter on Twiriad.com and it'll tell you just almost immediately when most of your audience, your followers are on Twitter. And then you'll know that's the time of day you're supposed to tweet. And now Twitter, of course, is more real time. If you don't catch a tweet, an hour later, it's kind of lost in space, right? It's in the archive of the tweets, feeds. And if you have a lot of people that you're following, it's just going to get lost even after five minutes or maybe even less. A blog, that's less so. And so you can post a little bit ahead of time and still make sure that you're caught in people's RSS feeds, in people's emails, if you're sending emails out in one way, shape, or form to have people understand that you have new content coming out the social sharing that goes along with that. Some people are tagged to automatically share your stuff once you get to a certain point too. I think that's pretty cool. And that happens sometimes when I post. I see on Twitter like 20 tweets go out mentioning the post that I just posted. And they're not doing that manually. That's done automatically. So again, you have to be conscious because these things happen automatically. Emails get sent out to your subscribers if if you have that mechanism set up. Uh, the RSS subscribers will see it in their feed after, as soon as the RSS feed is, is live. And uh, people will tweet out and share it as soon as they go. And you know, a lot of people will start to become active once they see that you have new posts on your site. So when should you be posting? The true answer is you should be testing and, and understanding when the best time is for you because Joseph, the best time for you might be different for me and so on and so forth. Now, I believe I recommended in that previous episode that there are certain days of the week that work best. I think, you know, I said Monday and, and Wednesday are typically my best blogging days in terms of the reaction and the virality, uh, when people are likely to comment on it and all those sorts of things. Now, it's interesting, posting one or two hours beforehand, that, that, that would work. I mean, I think that that makes sense, especially for a blog or a podcast. I think for a podcast, even more so, you want to be a little bit of a head because sometimes it takes time for iTunes to pick it up and things like that. That's something I've been noticing. So I've been trying to publish my podcasts earlier on Thursday because people don't get as many podcasts coming into their fees as for example, emails or uh, blogs if people are subscribed to blogs. And again, I'm just making general statements here, but this is sort of what I found out. So the earlier that I post on Thursdays, the more downloads I get of that episode on Thursdays. I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? But you have to pick the right times too because with your blog posts specifically and especially your emails, you need to understand what people are during, doing during those certain times. And I just mentioned email. That's something that we haven't even talked about yet really, but something that's even more important than when to post your blog post. It's when to send your emails. Sort of like when to post on social media, but even more important because you know where are those people reading those emails and what are they doing and are they able to click through or act on those certain calls to actions that you have? I don't know. Again, you'll have to test and I would recommend switching it up. One week, try it in the morning. Another week, try it in, try it in the afternoon. See what your click-through rates are. You might even be so wise as to split test the next email that you have going out. You can actually create two different emails, two different segments of your email list and send the same email to group A in the morning and send the same email, same headline, everything to group B in the afternoon. And then see, hmm, this one gets more click-throughs. Maybe people are more active or more able to make decisions based on that market that they're in 
at that certain time of day. You can get really, really ninja with this stuff, but I would also recommend, and sort of as a warning, to not get so deep and bogged down by the numbers because sometimes the numbers can halt us. They kind of play with our brains a little bit and and mesmerize us and kind of get us to just not act at all. So you want to push forward and you want to keep track, but you don't want to you don't want to get too deep into it because you know it's counterintuitive. You know, you 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 just need to keep providing value is the main thing I'm 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 trying to say here. And you know, a lot of people get lost in the techniques and the strategies and all the numbers and stuff and then they forget about you know, the whole point of doing all this, which is to provide value and serve the audience. So hopefully that answers your question. And I I think it's just kind of cool to have a discussion about this. Uh, I don't think it matters if you post before peak time. You know, essentially, in in an ideal world, you would want that RSS feed or that email to come in at that exact moment that those people are at their desks or uh, checking their phones. And it's, it's it's impossible to get that with everybody, right? But there are certain times of the day that are going to work better than others, and you're going to have to try and keep track of those things. And that, that's what I would do. Uh, so try it out. That might be something I try out too. I, I typically would post at 6 a.m. Uh, Pacific, which would be 9 a.m. Eastern, which would mean that when people wake up in the morning on the West Coast, they're checking their emails and stuff sort of first thing in the morning, which I know a lot of people do. Uh, and then people getting into work on the East Coast, they're checking their emails as well. So that's kind of optimal. And that's based off of testing on my end, what I found to be good for me. What's good for you? You're going to have to test it out. So Joseph, thank you again so much for your question. I really appreciate it. If those of you listening out there want to have an uh, even longer discussion about this, hit up Twitter. Use the hashtag askpat two four one and talk about when you post do you even decide when to post based off of time or is it sort of just like hey i'm done with the post and publish i hope you don't do that but if you do you can talk about it and maybe that works for you maybe it doesn't what times work best for you we'll check it out twitter hashtag askpat241 thanks again joseph and askpat t-shirt is headed your way one of my assistants will email you to collect that information from you so we could ship it to you for free would love to see a picture of that on you someday and for those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com. And you can ask right there using the widget from speakpipe.com on that page. Just use any mic that you have available. As long as we can hear you, that's fine. It doesn't need to be perfect audio quality. And I think I like it better when it's not perfect because it just shows that it's real and it's raw and that you're willing to just ask the questions. And I love that. So thank you all so much for all the questions. Obviously, this show wouldn't be here without you. I also want to thank today's sponsor, which... I mean, which are are obviously important too because this show wouldn't be available without the sponsors because they're helping to pay for my assistant and and helping to put everything together because this does take a lot of time, a lot of time. And I've just gotten used to this year uh, sharing some of that time and paying for some of that time for having someone else do it. And um, Mindy is amazing. I know she's listening to this right now and hopefully I just put a smile on her face because she's awesome and uh, I wouldn't be able to do this without her. And, you know, Sharing these sponsors definitely helps pay for her time, and it's uh, definitely worth every single penny. So thank you, Mindy, and also thank you to FreshBooks.com, probably one of the most devoted sponsors of of Ask Pat here uh, because they've just been with me since the beginning. They even said it was cool before the show was really popular. Uh, They were just like, hey, Pat, we we think you're cool. We think you have a good thing going here. We think it's going to be popular. We'll, we'll work with you. And they decided to do that. And I love them for that. So thank you, uh, everybody over there at FreshBooks. If you'd like to try FreshBooks and get your finances organized, get the best way you can invoice your clients and try it out for seven days for free, 
head on over to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, that's getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat. And lastly, as always, I like to end with a quote. And today's quote is from Jan Coombe, the co-founder of WhatsApp, which had a very great year in 2014, obviously, if you've uh, been following the news in terms of their buyout. He says, do one thing and do it well. That's all I'm going to say. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.